Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Congressman, uh, welcome in. And you're a uh, unique guy on this given the background. What's the most persuasive argument about controlling this better? Yeah, good afternoon, Dom. Good to uh, good to be on with you. Um, it's important to note because a, a lot of people, um, including many of my colleagues, are conflating FISA, traditional FISA, which is Title One, which uh, compared to Section 702, which is that is what is up for expiration come December 31st. So traditional FISA was passed back in the 70s. It created the FISC, the, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Um, that's where most of these abuses occurred. So, for example, crossfire hurricane, mid-year exam, two um, FISA-related matters um, involving um, uh, former President Trump, uh, uh, former Secretary of State Clinton. Um, That is not up for renewal, but that's where the abuses are taking. So what we are doing is we're taking the renewal, uh, the expiring provisions, Section 702, and it's important uh, you and your listeners understand this, Dom. Section 702 is a very, very limited program that applies only to foreign nationals who are outside of the United States, and both have to apply. So if you're an Iraqi citizen in New York, we can't use it. If you're a, a Pennsylvania resident in Paris, we can't use it. You have to be both a foreign national on foreign soil utilizing our home networks here, Google, Gmail, Facebook, what have you. And that allows us to collect that information. So what we're doing is we're taking the expiring provision, Section 702, we're marrying a reform bill to FISA, traditional FISA, uh, Title I, which is not expiring, and attaching that to a reauthorization of 702. So we're using the reauthorization of 702 to actually fix the problem, which is not expiring, which is Title I. Well, uh, the arguments of the various uh, civil libertarian groups, and look, I'm not, the the ACLU is well-intentioned, but often wrong is that this is being used, though, to go after Americans in other ways. Is that not true? In other words, I heard what you said, how limited it is, per se, but they're going after them for other alleged crimes. Yeah, so traditional FISA, Title I, absolutely has the ability for abuse, and we saw that abuse with uh, Operation Crossfire Hurricane, um, where there was an affidavit, the, the now notorious Steele dossier, which was a product of opposition research from the Hillary Clinton campaign that was utilized by the Department of Justice to get a FISA warrant, a wiretap warrant. Um, that, that's, that was an incredible abuse. It can never be allowed to happen again. But the irony here, Dom, is that 702 is not the problem. Traditional FISA is. But we're using the, the expiring provision, 702, 
reauthorizing that, but coupled with the reauthorization is a massive reform package that permanently changes the FISC, the court system, permanently changes uh, the authorization. It, it changes the number of agents who are authorized to even conduct these searches. So ironically, by reauthorizing 702 in this manner, we'll be able to permanently make these reforms to, to Title I, which would prevent a crossfire hurricane from ever happening again. So that's what, and we've been working, by the way, with everyone from Jim Himes to Jim Jordan and everyone in between, uh, both the House Intelligence Committee, which I sit on, uh, along with the Judiciary Committee, which uh, Jim Jordan chairs, and we're working together on this to make sure that everybody has a seat at the table and everybody's voices are heard. You're aware. I'm glad you came on, though, because, uh, you know, this is a little bit of inside stuff, and I don't understand, uh, but that's Washington, that we have this pressure with a deadline coming up. This should have been hashed out before. But just within the last week, we see in the January 6th investigation, apparently, this demand or this uh, cross-checking of everybody that tweeted anything about it, whether they were in Washington that day or not. Uh, what, what's your sense, seeing it from the inside, about the overall January 6th investigations, punishment, etc.? How, how do you see that uh, playing out? Well, that, that has nothing to do with FISA, so let's be clear no, on that. No, I mean, but these I, you are, know what these I mean? Are, in a broader sense of why people get worried about this stuff, I mean, you're aware of this with listeners, and I'm glad you're separating these two. People are hungry to stop some of the excesses here, and, and that's why this gets such scrutiny, and that's why I'm asking about January 6th. <clears throat> Yeah, and that's that, and that's why uh, Congress has an oversight role over our national security apparatus, the FBI, the Department of Justice, the intelligence community, and that's why we're trying to make these reforms. We're actually going to extend a lot of these reforms, by the way, Dom, to uh, um, domestic investigations because one of the one of the concerns that people have, and I say this also with relation to voter ID, Dom, when I'm arguing in favor of it to my colleagues on the left. Even if they don't believe it's going to stop fraud, if it, it, if it restores people's faith and confidence in the system, that in and of itself is a reason to support it because we have to have that. Same applies to uh, the FBI, the Department of Justice, with domestic investigations. People have to have the faith and confidence that these are independent, nonpartisan, nonpolitical entities. One of the things that I have proposed, Dom, um, and I'm a former FBI agent myself, as you know, when you're getting onboarded into these federal law enforcement agencies, you go through a rigorous background investigation, including polygraph exams. When you get polygraphed, you're asked about financial uh, uh, um, vulnerabilities that might make you susceptible to bribery. They look at foreign contacts to see if you're susceptible mm -hmm. to, to being used as an asset for a foreign country. They look at a history of drug abuse. They look at gambling activity. The one thing they don't look at, Dom, is, is any evidence of political bias. And I think they ought to include that Absolutely. in their in their onboard in their onboarding process and in their polygraph, right? I think that's one way to solve the problem because what we're seeing going on with these these pro Hamas rallies across America, Dom, largely due to the the propaganda filled TikTok app uh, that's 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 being run by the CCP and already it is being sucked back to the CCP. This is our next generation of FBI agents, of journalists, of of talk radio hosts, of members of Congress. Now, wait and, a minute. I, I resent that remark with the talk radio host. Well, Sorry, you have to strike that for the record. But, here, but here I, hear, I, so I, I think yeah. if we – I think it, one of the ways we can, we can restore the, the, mm -hmm. the public's trust in all these institutions, which are critical to our, our democracy, every last one of them, 
is we need to start vetting people. We never thought we never needed to do this in the past because our country was never uh, so partisan as it is now. Um, but we have to start doing that because if people are going into any of these positions of public trust with a covert or overt hidden agenda and political bias where they're going to use that position, use that office, use the DOJ, what have you, to advance a political agenda, we need to stop those people from getting in the agency from day one. Well, that, that would be a great reform. Now, fresh out of the news, I didn't see the full vote. Did you vote to expel Santos? I did, sir, yes. Yeah, you know, in the past, you've um, I I would have voted to expel him, too. But the argument is, shouldn't we let the voters take care of this? What makes his case? Because it's rare, right, to expel a sitting congressman who hasn't been convicted. What makes it rise to that level? Yeah, well, this was a unique situation because this. So he had due process through the ethics committee. So there's due process in the criminal realm which is entirely separate from due process here within the internal rules and regulations of how members of Congress can conduct themselves. So the ethics committee is the only committee in Congress that is equally balanced between Democrats and Republicans. So for anything to move out of the ethics committee, there has to be bipartisan support. Not only was there bipartisan support here, there was unanimity, uh, which virtually never happens um, precisely because his conduct, uh, Mr. Sanders, conduct was so egregious. So I am of the belief, Tom, that we have to set a higher bar for uh, people that hold positions of public trust, just like I just advocated for in our law enforcement agencies. The public has to have faith and confidence in the people that are here that are that are going to be, uh, you know, not conducting themselves in a matter that's unbecoming of their office. We don't need to get into all the details of what Mr. Santos did, but I can assure you they were very egregious. I can also assure you that he was afforded full due process. He elected, by the way, not to participate in the mm-hmm. ethics committee investigation. So he, he, he squandered his opportunity to ever tell, you know, his side of the story to, to the extent he has one. Um, and I just, I just feel Don, that to not remove him given the, the, the egregiousness of, they're not allegations anymore. These are factual findings by the ethics committee uh, would really reflect poorly on our institution and I think we need, to, we need to send a message to, to all people in positions of public trust, no matter what you're doing, that you have to, you have to meet that high bar in terms of ethical conduct. Parting question, uh, when you get on the campaign trail and you're sort of in your role constantly anyhow, in Bucks County, is inflation the issue that people are coming up and talking about? And, what, you know, what do you perceive is the argument you'll face uh, from the Democrat opponent if you're the uh, nominee again? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, uh, yes. I mean, inflation is certainly an overarching issue. Um, a lot of the social issues uh, have come have, have risen to the top as well, Dom. Um, I don't know if you saw what happened. Uh, obviously, you didn't see what happened. I should say that. You follow this stuff for a living. But you saw what happened in Bucks County, in Pennsylvania, in, in, in Ohio, um, yeah. in Virginia. You know, we, we really need to make sure at all times that we are representing the entirety of our district and not just a single segment of our district. And that's one of the things that I've always spoken out against um, in every election, no matter if I'm running uh, uh, on, against someone in the primary or someone in the general election. My criticism, by and large, of both of those um, sides is that they don't speak to the broader electorate. And the public is crying out for lawmakers, I believe, that take a a much more open-minded approach to legislating, that they understand that the Democrat process only works when elected officials aren't representing their own personal opinion. Wait wait a minute, Uh, Congressman, are are you talking about abortion and how that played out in 2023? Sure, I'm talking about about a lot of those things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and the, and the, the issues in the school districts, um, you know, played a heavy role. You know, so while inflation is a huge area of concern, and there's no question about it, um, that is being, in some cases, um, uh, overcome by some of these other issues for some voters. I want to emphasize that. You know, everybody goes to the voting booth that are motivated by different issues. Is inflation a concern? 100% as it should be. Uh, anybody that you know, is going to the grocery store on a, mm-hmm. on a weekly basis, going to the gas station on a weekly basis, trying to, you know, finance a house or, or buy mm-hmm. a car. This is a very real thing. Um, but, Dom, we have to be uh, representatives. We have to be a party that speaks to the broader electorate. And my concern with, um, with the approach that many are following, both on the left and the right, is we're becoming so extreme in our politics that, that two-thirds of America doesn't feel like they have a voice. Well, as far as the school board, I am a big fan of Dana Hunter and the Central Bucks School Board. I, I don't think they were excessive at all. On the abortion issue, though, which will come up in your uh, primary battle, I think Republicans have uh, real difficulty here. And, and I'm wondering what you're saying about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I just am against I said this on the debate stage in 2022 when I was facing my Democrat opponent, I, I, I don't believe in complete bans and I don't be, believe in zero restrictions. And that's where these fringe candidates on the left and the right are coming at it. And, and both of them are wrong. Both of them are speaking to a fringe element on one side or the other. The overwhelming majority of people, Dom, do not want that. They want reasonable rules and regulations that apply to this and apply to everything in their lives. They just yeah, don't let, want, let, me, let me ask, you know, though, because you're actually a practitioner sure. of this and you thought about it. So in Bucks County, which you represent, is there a number? Is that what you're talking about, 15 weeks, something like that, where you think there ought to be restrictions? No, no. I I think that on the federal side, I mean, ultimately, Don, what I believe that should happen, and we've seen this work successfully in many of these states, is you eliminate the extreme options on the federal side, right? So you, you, you prevent any, you know, conservative state from enacting complete bans. 
you, you, you prevent, you know, any of these, you know, left-leaning states from having zero restrictions at all at any point, even in, in terms of, the, you know, the eight-month and 29-day situation. And for where we fall in the center of the continuum, put that question on the ballot directly to the voters so that they can decide for themselves. That's what democracy is about. And it's happened in several states. The results have surprised some. It certainly didn't surprise me, but it surprised some because on this issue, Dom, just like every other issue, they want, keep, they want us to, to, to manage government the same way they manage their personal households, the same way they approach our personal relationships, that you don't allow the perfect to be the enemy of the good. Uh, you come to the center, you build consensus, and you move forward. That's, not only is that what America wants, that's what our democracy needs, because this rapid pendulum shift, far left, far right, Hadfield versus McCoy, saber-rattling brand of politics is, is a threat to our country. Um, our Constitution, Dom, our, our founding document in and of itself was a product of compromise. The big states came in. They wanted representation based on population. The small states wanted equal states' rights. They said, we're going to do both. We're going to have a House that's based on population, a Senate that's based on states' rights. It was the first of a dozen or so compromises that made up the very founding document that has survived 247 years. That's what we have to get back to. All right. Well, Congressman, thank you uh, to be continued. And do you think this will be ironed out before December 31st? Then? I mean, we, uh, the, the protection part of it certainly has to be in position by then. I do. I think so. We've, we've uh, met with Speaker Johnson several times. He's my classmate, by the way. He and I came in the same year together. Um, and he's, to his credit, very open minded. He's, he's heard from the members uh, on the, on the House Intelligence Committee, which I sit and that's a committee that's comprised of people that worked in the intelligence community that have firsthand uh, experience and knowledge of this. And to his credit, he's maintained an open mind. He will not let it expire. And he's, he's you know, obviously happy and pleased to see with the reforms uh, that we've enacted. And, and we brought everybody in. We brought members across the, the political spectrum, uh, both on the intelligence committee and the House Judiciary Committee, uh, including Jim Hines and Jim Jordan, like I said, and everybody in between. We're taking everyone's input and we can accomplish both goals. We can fix FISA. We can fix all the abuses that occur to make sure they never happen again, but at the same time maintain this critical national security tool. Congressman, have a great Christmas if we don't talk. And thank you for popping on today. Have a great weekend, Dom. Thanks. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.